Welcome to CIR Realty Business Mastery, where we present on topics that will help you build a successful real estate business. While you're here, be sure to subscribe to not miss any new episodes, as well as leave us a five-star review. That'll help others discover us too. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Okay, welcome back. We have Natalie in the house <laughs> in real life. So good. Okay, so those of you who don't know Natalie, she is obviously a rock star. Um, I <laughs> Thanks. I'm not really a very good musician at all, though. <laughs> I love it. Um, so we're going to learn about how she's taken her business up like 18,000 notches, basically, from like normal rock star to super rock star. Um, and we're going to hear about how she did that. So I'm very excited to hear actually what you're going to say. <laughs> Happy to be here. Yeah. So... I should I should have mentioned this a lot earlier, actually. Um, this was actually supposed to be Steve's CIR Live, and he is currently driving to Kelowna, so I got slotted in. So these questions have all come from Steve. Right. So if they <coughs> sack, we'll blame Steve. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Question number one. Give us the lay of the land over the past five years, starting with your maternity leave years. <laughs> and I'm not sure why, but tell me why Steve wanted to ask you that. I think Steve was asking because he said in five years, my business has jumped 450 some odd percent. So he's really curious about how that came about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, five years ago, I guess, um, five and a half years ago, I had my daughter. Um, so as a realtor who thrives on having their own business and hadn't really made any plans to kind of pass it off. It's really nerve wracking to think about how you're going to do it. I mean, you know, too, yeah. you were there. <laughs> oh, yeah. How am I going to, you know, have a baby and still manage to have a business and make money and keep it going and not lose clients. So, um, so that first, that when I had my daughter, Grayson, um, I had Kelsey Jones, who's amazing, help yeah. me through that. So she's a huge asset, you know, so I think finding help and having somebody to assist you um, that really helped me. And I was pretty much back to work when my daughter was about three months old Wow! and she would just awesome. come along and I was kind of picking and choosing my clients a little more. And then, yeah, when my daughter was nine months old, I discovered I was pregnant again <laughs> and we were going to have lots more fun. <laughs> I, I actually it. don't remember the year that he was born, like <laughs> 2017. Bet. Yeah. Like oh, mid, yeah. July, 2017 to July, 2018. It's just kind of a blur. Oh um, my goodness. Because, you know, I had, yeah, two little ones at home and trying to run a business and trying to be sane and, you know, remember to shower and do like day to day things. Um, so again, having help with the business was important, but, um, you know, I guess being able to shift like that, I think was helpful in really having to take the time to think about what I wanted my business to look like too. Mm -hmm. So being forced out of the business takes you out of being in the business and makes you think about, you know, working on the business, if that makes sense. Totally. So that was kind of, it got the creative juices going a little bit more. So do you think that when you had your kids, you were kind of forced into a position to like almost just take a step back, but forward at the same time, because you had to put the systems in place to make it work yeah. for you in a different, in a new lifestyle. Absolutely. Yeah. Because before it was just, you know, you want me, I'm there, I'll go and do whatever it takes. And then, you know, this wasn't going to happen for me anymore. I had two little ones to look after. So 
it did force me to yeah. delegate a lot more. Um, so, you know, at sometimes it was delegating yeah. work stuff and other times it was, de you know, delegating childcare or figuring that out. Yeah. And I find that has been a work in process that, or progress that's gotten better over time. Yeah. Um, but that was kind of, I think where it started, that was the shift where I started to have to think like a business owner and not just, you know, someone chasing the business. I feel like that's a really important point because it's almost like you ha you gotten yourself to a certain threshold in your business and when you stepped back and put the systems in place it actually allowed your business to grow yeah yeah so I don't know how you know deep you want me to go into this but I guess probably once my son Elliot was a year you know then I was able to put the kids in childcare and focus a little more on the business and because I wasn't slammed I had time to think about how I wanted it to come right. together so that was you know investing a bit into the business when I think a lot of people when they're quiet and they're not super busy they they kind of pull back the reins on their spending and I think if you're smart um you should you you can put your money in places that are going to give you a much bigger return. Right. So I hired a business coach at that point. And okay. cool. that was, yeah, that was a huge, huge step because I started then looking at my company as a business and how to make it profitable and how to increase that profit. And I really started looking at my costs right. to do business. And I also looked at, you know, where I could make changes. And then, yes, um, and then the next year... You know, I was so busy, I couldn't handle anymore. And then I, the next year, I hired an assistant. Right. And um, I think that I'm going to be working on some um, material for that course, the assistant course. Oh, good. Uh, on Friday oh. when I'm covering for you. Oh, nice. So, <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was really helpful to work out, not just getting an assistant, but how to train an assistant and how to have that really helped me. Right. And then, yeah, I hired her and then I hit the point where, yeah, my business was too much for the two of us. So then at that point, you know, we brought on Lindsay Bosma last <clears throat> September and yeah, now we're again looking at it's, that point. It's so easy to get caught in that whirlwind of just like doing deals and clients and yeah. you, you stop you stop looking at your business as a business because you're so into doing the work that you're not taking a step back to be like, okay, how can I take this to the next level? Because you're so in the yeah. midst of the chaos that, yeah. and I feel like there's probably a lot of agents out there right now because mm -hmm. the market, the way that it is, that <clears throat> is exactly in that situation where they're just yeah. like, they're just stuck in the day to day and they can't, they, they haven't taken the step back to. Yeah. And sometimes it. like there was, there was a period of time where I was up at five in the morning, every morning, like just to have that quiet time before the kids woke up, when the phone wasn't ringing, when the emails weren't coming in, when right. I actually was able to have that quiet time to think about what I wanted yeah. to do. And, to, and by, it's a habit. Like, we know, you know, yeah. I know, you can develop good habits just as easily as you can develop bad totally. habits. And, and yeah. they're equal. Yeah. So I think the getting up early, I used to scoff when Lindsay Smith would tell me, because I'm like, you're crazy. <laughs> Who gets up that early on purpose? And he was always so perky about it too. Well, I get up in the morning and I just get everything done and oh, well, you're perfect, Mr. Lindsay Smith. But, uh, but then I started doing it and I was like, oh, he might have sense. Here. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. This is yeah. helping. So I think just taking a little bit of time out of your day to carve out for working on the business right. and then thinking about 
And Lindsay also said this, so I guess he has some decent points. Maybe he's smart. I don't know. I'm not going to. I'm not going to go that far yet. <laughs> okay. Um, okay fair. Yeah, but but I would say he also said like delegate anything you can. Yeah. So in life, even you know, we have childcare now that's handled, and now I have a a company that brings in like three cooked meals every Monday for the family. So now dinner. Wow is cooked three days out of the week so that I can actually, you know, work up until the day is over by five and then have a good meal that's home cooked and still nutritious. And I don't have to, you know, I used to try to end my day at three 30 so I could prep and cook a nice meal. Right. And then, and then dinner was crazy because the phone was still going off. So this has bought us some time. So, and probably some sanity. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't say I'm sane yet. Fair enough. But yeah, fair getting enough. there, getting there. Okay, question two. Oh gosh, <laughs> we covered a lot in that. first We did one. cover a lot. We might. I don't know. We'll see. We can. Yeah. Okay, tell us about some of the challenges you've had getting organized. Well, I think the problem is, is that a lot of times when you're running a business and you're running, run, run, everything's in your head. So that's going to keep you up at night. That's going to stress you. That's where you make mistakes. So the biggest shift in my business 100% was taking everything in my head and making as many processes as I could. So literally, you know, that's kind of the systemizing question, but it's having, it's having a playbook and having an assistant was helpful for that. So we literally took every single task in real estate that I ever do. And we wrote it down and made it a system like uh, that's all it is is just taking it from your head and putting it somewhere and you know we put it into an app so now every single process of the listing every single process of you know our buyer clients every single lead has a process and now we find now it's easy because you can fine-tune it you can say okay on this listing process you know now we need to put it into the coming soon you know, in the virtual office. Right. So I literally add a task there and into this app, it's a sauna. You can use any kind of task app, I think, but, and then I assign it to my assistant. So now for every single listing we have, that's part of the process. So it's out of my head now. I know it's assigned to her and then I don't have to run around thinking about what I need to do next. So I would say for anybody that's a little bit overwhelmed by the idea of systems, Instead of worrying about, you know, putting it into the app and having it perfect and getting to this point, start by just literally writing it all down. And then once it's written down, figure out how to transfer it. Right. You can start with checklists even yeah. or like manual. Checklist. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Did yeah. you say Asana is the one you use? Yeah. 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 And I'm not sure if it's the best. It's just the one that whatever, we whatever work it with. works for you yeah. is the best one. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's the best or not. It just has to work the best for you. Yeah. And yeah. and it's great because you can tweak it and you're always make you're always fine tuning it to make right. it better. Right. Like constantly. I think I read somewhere that um, when you're juggling too many things in your head, it's literally like you're trying to juggle too many balls and things just start getting dropped. Like, like literally like trying to juggle too yes. many things. It's like the same thing as in your brain. So if well, you if can you, put those balls down, <clears throat> just I mean, pass them off. Yeah. Like as realtors, you guys are probably seeing it out there. Like how many how many trades are you are you waiting on right now? Like how many different businesses have to drop the ball on you? And it's because their processes aren't, you know, super tight. And then you're yeah. going to find you're going to work with some other companies that doesn't matter how busy they are, you're still going to feel like 
yeah. you know, that valued client and yeah. nothing's going to get missed. Everything's taken care of. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Once the systems are in place, where does the insatiable drive come from? <laughs> Steve. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Steve. <laughs> um, probably uh, like I'm competitive. So I've yeah. always been competitive and, and I probably, because I love what I do too, I think, you know, if you can take your personal values and put it into a business, there's no, there's no weird, like it just is smooth. It's just me from one, you know, day to the next. So I think it's a personal, it's a, it's personal too, to see, you know, what can I do and how much better can I get? And, and it's a challenge for myself and I enjoy that. I thrive on it. And, you know, I'm the same with kind of just about anything. Like I, I just, I like improving and I yeah. enjoy learning. So I think that it's just, I found my niche in real estate. I, I love it. Yeah. So the drive That's comes so from awesome. enjoying something that you're doing and then actually being able to like watch it grow. It's like, it's like your baby. You, you're, you get to reap the benefits of it. And it's that lifestyle too. Yeah. And I want, I want to be number one. So <laughs> Well, there you go. So that, that's, that's, <laughs> it's just like an internal burning fire that you it have. Is. Hey, it's just like, it's just like, it's just like yeah. burning in you. Yeah. I love it. I love yeah. seeing that. Okay. What was the most instrumental thing you have done in elevating your business to this level? Yeah. 100% systemizing. Okay. So hiring my assistant, you know, like in, in just, you can have a process, but you also have to commit to following it. So I would say, yeah, doing that system, I mean, my days now, like, I just have to pull up the app and see what my tasks are, and it's right. taken care of. Like, I don't have to think of anything anymore. Can we talk about that for a second? Because yes. there's probably going to be a lot of agents out there that are nervous about taking that step. Yes. Um, because it's scary. Like, yeah. I remember that step, and it was terrifying because you now have this whole other human being yes. and their family and their their well-being to, to look after. Mm -hmm. And some people thrive on that. They just, like, they need that, like, push to, like, get them to the next level, which is great. But mm -hmm. Not everyone's like that, but no. it's, it's so scary because, and I've seen it, I saw it in my career. I've seen it in lots of my agents' careers, um, at the company stuff too, that you get to a certain level and you just can't do anymore by no. yourself, you but you're like, you almost bottleneck yourself. And yeah. for you, it sounds like having your kids and it was the same thing for me, but it doesn't, you don't have to have kids to get to this point you definitely where don't. you just like, you get, you bottleneck yourself and you, ha you, you have to make a change. Yeah. So that you can grow mm -hmm. um, and, and stay just married. Like, and stay married. <laughs> Worked out better for you than me. <laughs> Anyways, so like, just, yeah, you have to just take that leap of of faith sometimes. And like, there are systems that we can put in place at CIR too that help you slowly transition and and start that like the admin stuff, the concierge and whatnot. But it sounds like just taking that leap and just going well, for it. Yeah, no, like, yes, <laughs> like, yeah, like I was terrified too yeah, because it so is a scary. big step and you worry and, and I, yeah, I would be responsible. Like I would pay this person before, you know, I'd pay myself. I would starve. Like I would get a second job to make sure she stays yeah. employed. Right. So that was, that was very like, that's, that's a responsibility that weighs heavily. So I, I feel like I liken it to dating. Like if you really want to get, you know, that best person, you got to work on yourself first and make sure you're at, you're, you're worthy. It. And it was like that for kind of getting an assistant was like, I had to do the legwork and put the work in first 
to know exactly how the structure was going to be, what her responsibilities were going to be, what I needed from her and how I was going to train her. So that's something like I'm happy to, you know, have conversations about with people. But I think that, yeah, you are taking a leap of faith, but you also have to be ready so that you know exactly what you're going to have them do and how you're going to structure it. Yeah. Take it seriously. Yeah. Take it seriously and do the work Yeah, because you, you do have to do the work for them to eventually do the work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The next, the next question is, is an interesting one. So talk about balance and what does that even mean and how do you achieve it? And Steve wrote this question. Yeah, of course he did. Typical, (laughs) typical. Maybe it's not. It's not. Like, ask it so, too. Yeah. Yep. So it, it's funny because the balance question, and for those of you listening, we talked about this before yeah. we sat down this in this moment. But the balance question is interesting because it often gets asked of women yeah. um, that are also in mom roles, yeah. and so there's that. But I also feel like there's a lot. There's like a whole movement towards finding balance in life. Yeah, um, there is. and it's like. In real estate, we have such a grind culture, which is, mm-hmm. which is interesting because we all are so competitive and we want to yeah. keep progressing, which is amazing. But mental health is obviously really um, prominent in the conversations these days. And I think it's a really important question to ask. So yeah, tell us about how you maintain balance. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think when the kids were really young, you know, I, I just did a terrible job of it. And like, I joked, I was like, I, you know, I was either a shit mother or a shit realtor or just kind of <laughs> oh, yeah. average at both. Yeah. But, you know, eventually you find your groove. And I think um, time blocking is really important. So blocking out times that are, you know, for your family and you have to treat it the same as you would a listing appointment that you know yeah. you're going to go to and you're going to keep your phone off and you're going to you're going to give them your full attention. Yeah. And, you know, you, it's so easy to take your family for granted and, and just kind of be like, yeah, I got this work to do. Like, yeah. so, and same with your health, you know, it's yeah. so easy to put that on the back burner too. So, um, when I hired my assistant, I also, you know, joined a gym and, and decided like every morning, except for today Sorry. at 9am, <laughs> you know, I go to the gym. So like from nine to 10, you're not going to get me. Like I have my notifications off. I don't want to be bothered. I'm just going to sweat and I'm going to do a good workout. And, and because it's the same every day, it's consistent Mm -hmm. and I don't miss it. And it's the same. I have appointment slots in the evenings, certain evenings and other ones are booked for family and same with weekends. And I think that you just have to commit to that and time block. And then at least, you know, when you are in that time, your, your attention is focused directly on that and nothing else. If you can do it theoretically. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. Or no. at least I'm not perfect at it. And you it's know, hard. it's still a work in progress, but the goal is to keep getting better at it. Yeah. Yeah. You have to like commit to, to turning off the notification, the notifications, shutting off your yeah. phone or turning it over or doing whatever any you need to do. I personally have to leave cell reception. So yeah. there's that. Which is nice. But- <laughs> and you also like, and I'm also one of those people that doesn't like to say no to anything. Every opportunity, like if it's an opportunity to learn or grow or whatever, you want to take it. So now I'm starting to realize I have to be a little choosier too with my time and I have to be better at saying no to things and not taking on things. That's a good and skill. Then, understanding what's that it's a good skill it is yeah saying no is yeah it, it, it's I've gotten a lot better yeah. at it yeah but yeah that and then also the the delegating having the meals come 
that helps me. Yeah. You know, to be more present. So you have to say no to some things like cooking dinner or whatever to get there. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Biggest mistakes to avoid. I still do it. And, you know, (laughs) and I hate myself for doing it, but I'm always, you know, the friends whose listings I take on are always the ones that don't sell because (laughs) I always let them control the process. Like, I know your price is too high, but we'll try it or we'll do this. And I'm, I have to get better at, you know, being consistent with my listing process, no matter how much I like you, because the people that I don't like and the strangers are the ones that somehow trust me more and don't try to push me and that I'm more firm with. And that's where I see the sales happen. So I guess it's not the biggest mistake, but it's the one I'm most annoyed with right now with myself. Yeah. So it stands out. My like very first week in the business, I had an agent tell me that friends and family will always be the hardest deals you'll ever do. And literally that has rung true for most people. Yeah. Cause you're not the you're, same. You're, yeah. You don't operate in the same capacity or in the same way that you do with your, your normal clients. So that's an interesting yeah. one. That was not what I was expecting. I like it. Okay. Last question. Best advice you can give in 30 seconds or less. <laughs> I think I've already given it. Yeah. Just, you know, if you don't know how to get organized, start asking for help to get there and start working on it and start looking at your career as a business that is profitable and make sure that you, you know, you're paying yourself a salary and make sure you're paying yourself enough to make it worthwhile to do this job. And also make sure that you're making time to have a life and have a vacation and do the things that give you, make it all worthwhile. Right. I would say. And yeah, systemize so that you can actually leave and it's not up here. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Natalie. And um, hope you guys got a lot of value out of that. That's all we have for you today. And thank you so much for giving us your time and tuning in. Don't forget to like CIR Realty Business Mastery on Facebook and to follow us on Instagram. Take care, everyone.